did he say he had to leave to share it? Is that is that what's going on here? Uh, I'm pretty sure he, dude. He does this from his phone. Oh, oh I'm aware. <laughs> I'm aware of that. He's he's sideways. You guys want to say him? I don't know how he does that. <laughs> yeah, he like turn. He like turns back and forth. There he is. Sideways, Earl. He's sideways. I, I can't do it the other way because I have I have these stupid headphones that, that aren't Bluetooth. You're gonna say it every year to us, real? Just what you've been saying it since 1995. I mean, that's what Eagles fans did. Just say it every year. Can you, can you mail him one of those eight laptops you have? I, I I guess. I may just get another one here. You can have the one on my left. Christ that's a write-off. Almighty. That's a write-off, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I just did. Well, it'll be for 2020. I just did 2019 <laughs> write-off for the massive business loss from From the Hill. I so do I have a laptop, but it's it's from like the LimeWire days. And it's been through the ring. We'll, we'll just say that, to like say the least. years old. I know, and I corrupted the hell out of that computer. And I bet Scott. you did. No, we're not going to say what's on it, but, you yeah, know. Well, <laughs> Nick doesn't, Nick's a, fam- Nick's a family, this is a family show, so, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of illegal music, that, we'll just say that. Yeah. And the guy that Dude, what was Napster. Your... Sean Parker what was the... Napster. What's, Sean like Parker. One, what's like one song you remember downloading from, like, Napster days? That's a good Probably question. Jason Derulo. Jason Derulo, though, that's fairly recent. No, like yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying like his older stuff though. Little Wayne, I love Little Wayne uh, underground stuff. I love his underground stuff. I got one that just popped in my head. Freshman year, college dorms, Usher, Lil John. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yep, I was, was in 2004, James. Yep. That's right. You're a year older than me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I graduated high school in 03, or uh, yeah, oh three. So oh three, in the dorms, either fall or spring oh four. Can't remember, but I just remember using like one of those file share sites to download that song specifically. And get That's low a was a one. classic. Get low, yep. that was a classic. One hundred percent. All right, boys, let's get out here. I got, I got, you. I got a song for Nick here. I wanted to play. Here we go. Oh boy. Psycho killer? Yeah, I bet we get dinged for this. Uh-oh. Yeah, I just watched a movie with this in it, and I keep falling asleep to it, so I can't get through it, so I can't tell you if it's good or not. What's the movie? Uh, it's with Vin Diesel. It's called like Bloodshot, I think is the name of it. Yeah, it sounds movie. like a winner. I can't seem to face up to the facts. What's this sideways or How do I fix this? I mean, can I fix it? I can't sleep. Yeah, there you go. Oh, shoot. There you I kind of like the sideways, though. Psycho killer. What is up, everybody? We're back. Swag's here with the prof and Earl, the Pearl. Yeah, man. I was sideways, Earl. Sideways, sideways. I kind of just wanted him to stay sideways for a while, maybe throughout the entirety of the podcast, but Prof made him fix it. I fixed it. <laughs> just for you guys. I didn't make him fix it. I told him how to fix it. You just flipped your phone the other way. It's very difficult. Very technical. Very I, difficult. I, we all know I'm not the biggest tech guy here. Dude, like, I love that background. You could do, like, a gre- you could do like green screen. Yeah, yeah man. Like, yeah, because you he's got the wall painted green. Yeah, that'd be perfect. Mm-hmm. We can put you anywhere in the world, Earl. Uh, you can go anywhere in the world. Up, where would you go? Earl, if we were going to put you in the Coliseum right now, where would you be? The Coliseum doing the show. I was the Coliseum? Say, like the top yeah, of like room. a room. Well, like, right, yeah, or something. like a nice secure spot in the Coliseum. Dude, you <laughs> had that in your back pocket. Like, Have you always wanted to go to the Coliseum? Yeah, I did. I have. That's your go-to. That if, if I go quick. anywhere, I'm going there. Bro, he's quick with that. Yeah, what movie is that? Where oh, Jumper. You remember the movie Jumper, where like they jump to the top of like the Pharaoh in Egypt, and they're like going back and forth. You guys know what movie I'm talking about? Jumper. Yeah, but I never saw it. I mean, it's not a good movie. Well, like Gladiator. Is that Chris Evans? What the Coliseum looked like? Is that a Chris no, Evans? It's not. It's Hayden Christensen, the guy that plays Anakin Skywalker in the second and third episodes of Star Wars. Wow. I was like, I say I've seen that. Five minutes. In the- I, I- in the sun. It was like 2005, actually. I am I working on the it. Star Wars one. Yeah. 
Justin right says, hair's looking fantastic, Jack. Thanks, buddy. I usually wear a hat for the podcast. But I really need a haircut right now. And I was just like, fuck it, whatever. He's showing it back. Ah, fuck it. I just, I'm just like, whatever. Plus, yeah. I had so much computer issues trying to get this thing up. I don't even see a hat in here right now in arm's reach. So it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> We're just going. Looks like hat right now. So it's been a while since we got in, but. We were texting before and talking as we usually do. This is a crazy time in sports right now. The craziest I can ever remember, which really isn't much of a surprise because it's 2020, right? Everything's crazy. So one thing I mentioned last podcast that we wanted to do, that the next podcast we wanted to do the process, but we're not going to do that now. Actually, I talked to the boys and we're trying to get one in Thursday night. Today's Tuesday um, because we just have all four sports going on right now. So like we, we got to talk about it. I mean, it's NFL week one. You got NBA and NHL playoffs, right? In quotations, <laughs> playoffs. Baseball's a mess. So we, we just, we got to run the game and we don't have time to do the process. Um, so, but before we get into everything, I want to give the boys a chance to go on their top of mind here. And I swear to God, if Prof brings up Formula fucking one, I'm going to lose my shit. Oh, boy. <laughs> Why? What are you guys watching? Go ahead. What have you Nick. been watching? What, anything. You, you're, well, you go ahead. If you want to do Formula One, you fucking go for it. Guys, I've been watching Formula One, and things are really heating up. We just had the Tuscan Grand Prix on Sunday. We oh. had some interesting We had some interesting goings on, not for first and second. Lewis Hamilton always wins. Valtteri Bottas always takes second place in the Mercedes. But we had some things shake up from third on that we're not used to seeing. Major crashes at the beginning of the race. <laughs> All mayhem broke out. They did a restart. I still haven't watched the whole thing. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to sit down tonight, probably watch it, watch it again, just to make sure I know everything that happened. But I saw the start of it, and it was bananas. It's really – if you guys want to get into this, I'm telling you, I never thought I would get into it. But you get on Netflix and watch the show Drive to Survive. That will pull you in. You'll get all the basics. You'll learn all the names, you'll learn all the characters, and then you'll turn it on. And the great thing about it is you get to watch it Friday, you get to watch some Saturday, you get to watch some Sunday. It's like an hour and a half. And it's, it's not a ESPN? big investment. Yeah, it's on ESPN, ESPN too. Record it. Wow. Just Recording. DVR it. Comes on at five in the morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, it, it is funny but how you here, tell us to watch it. Here's the perfect thing. The races on Sunday start at like – 9.30 in the morning. So you wake up, you watch the race, you're eating your breakfast, you're drinking your coffee, and you can roll right into the football day. Bro, first off, yeah. that is a horrible time now because when I wake up at 9.30 on Sunday, I'm on the Fantasy Focus podcast. I'm going over Yo. the fantasy teams. I'm looking at the lines. I'm looking at the injury report. I'm looking for the bets. I'm not watching Formula One while I'm having my coffee. I'm scouring. Yeah. All wasted time. All wasted time. All things you can do five minutes before you set your fantasy lineup. You don't need to listen to Matthew Berry. You don't need to listen to Field Yates. (laughs) Look at their rankings. Look at what they have them set up. And just trust trust yourself. Do you agree with that, A? You just need five minutes. That's it. No, I mean, I I've been studying all week. Well, well, this past week I, I lost a fantasy league because I, I made a move five minutes before the you know uh, before the the game started. You overthought. And, and you know what? I should have just left it how it was. I put I I put in Mike Evans over Anthony Miller, and if I put Anthony Miller in, we would have won. That's what and, always happens. And By the way, last minute move, and I'm like, dude, why'd you do it? This is. Prop's favorite part of the podcast, especially early season football, because what's the one thing that everybody loves to tell you about, but nobody actually gives a shit? Exactly what Eric just said there. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. I lost because I did this, I did that. And everybody's like, Oh yeah, but like it's so important to you, and nobody else gives a rat's ass about your fantasy. Well, just like that formula of just like the racing program uh, well, Nick's talking about. Literally nobody else gives a shit about that. <laughs> I, there's one person, Den Dog. Dog. Dennis I got Den Dog in lo- Yeah, Den Dog is the only guy that I know that watches. He loves it now. He's obsessed with it. <laughs> Den Dog's very European, Man. though, too. He likes the European stuff. He's a big soccer guy. But yeah, to, 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 to kind of uh, counter your point here, Jack, 
Eric has a barstool video I that do. was posted years ago. He does. And he goes and, through a trade situation. It's hilarious. And I've seen it, of course. We need to so actually it's worth digging up for the comment section. You have Dude, a copy great. of that video, don't you, Prof? What's that? You have a copy of that video, don't you, Prof? I can find it. Well, I'm, it's on I'm Barstool Sports, man. It's on the app. You can find yeah, it. Yeah, but, bro, that was from like four it's, or five years ago. Yeah. But, but it's still up there. It's up there. I'm sure it is. But easier if Prof sends me a copy because I need that on the platforms. We need that video. That's that needs good, to go up. That, that's a good graph. And people are like, oh, that's that guy? <laughs> I agree. <laughs> That's how I know him. That guy. I know that guy from somewhere. I remember that guy. (laughs) Who's he from? He's a guy that snorted all these perks and did that video or something. Aside from the content of the video, which is outstanding, the one thing that sort of struck me about that, you know, Snapchat gives you like 10 second increments or like 15 second increments, right? To like do your video. Eric had to go through like 175 different 15 second increments to do his entire like rant and his journey and his trip and the whole thing that went down. That's crazy. Well, I did like actually like take, take a couple takes. If you don't like sound right, I I just, I just do it again. So there was a couple takes, but it wasn't 170. It was, it was only like a 10, 10 thing snap. Well, it was probably like two minutes. So whatever that is. And the best was the follow-up the next day when he went out to the trash can. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, well, see, I, I was going to burn it. I was going to burn it on uh, my deck of the trash can. But I was like, yeah, maybe, or, you know, like, maybe I'll piss on it. It's like, uh, and I was just like, do I want to piss on my deck? Do I want to maybe light my house on fire? So I knocked them out of the window. So I, I, just, cr- I just crumbled it up and just, that was it. All right, and, so be on the lookout for Eric's epic fantasy football Draft night slash next morning tyrant. I have the perfect guy on the job. That was like on 2016, I believe. That was it. Pop's gonna dig that. That was the that that was the Manny Young days. I got Pagano on the job. Josh, you ever seen that video? I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, Pagano Pagano will find it for sure. Yeah, very nice. Very nice. It's a pretty famous video. So. Yeah, I was I was good it's time worth that it. night. It's worth it. So speaking of Barstool, before we get into the real content, you know, the Prez is on his way here to Philly. He is apparently moving here to live here. Now, I think today, actually, uh, from watching some of his videos, he's opening up uh, some sort of betting platform in Pennsylvania. So I think that may be like the driving force as to why he's coming down here. But we're going to be getting a lot more Philly pizza reviews coming up here in the fall, boys. So kind of pumped about it. He already started something today in, in Pennsylvania. It's in like McKeesport or something like that. Yeah, I don't know where that is. making his way down. It's his, he's got he's got a betting platform that's coming here in Pennsylvania now. Really? I, I do love how oh. he calls us all Philly fans. What do you call it? Scumbags? Scumbags. <laughs> Scumbags. He's like, I just like. He I says he's the king of the scumbags. He, the he's scumbags. our he's our new leader, apparently. I do like the guy too, man. Like I he, mean, he does. I mean, you were talking about pissing on your own deck. Aren't you? <laughs> yeah. kind of I love this point of view. I, I was telling you last night, Nick. I loved his point of view about Michigan. He went to Michigan and he was destroying Michigan by not having football there. And I just really loved his intake on that. Yeah, well, that's well, big the whole topic in and of itself, right? Like, what if you went yeah, to Big Ten college or you're a Big Ten fan? We haven't even talked about college football, which is insane. No. No, yeah, well, the Big Ten's coming back. Have you guys not heard this? Am I, I breaking well, this Hang on. I, I, heard, I, had, I didn't want to say anything yet because they say that they're coming back, but then they were talking about all the stipulations. So, like, I actually was going to let that simmer a little bit because I'm not really sure if it's coming back or not. I get the pressure they're under, and really it should, but – I didn't think that that was confirmed yet. Is this first reported by Prof well, here right now? No, I, yeah, I don't know. You didn't hear the video? They're not. They're what, not playing. Did you not? Did you? Did you not hear the video today? I don't. I don't think I did. There was a video of there. There was a, a press conference, and it was at Nebraska. And of course, it's in there, Nebraska. Listen to me. One of the hot, there was a hot mic there. And I forget, I don't know I forget the guy's name who it was and what his role was but he was basically saying hey there's a meeting tonight there's going to be an announcement about Big Ten football and people were like oh it's back yeah it's well back. you know why they there's they multiple got in their guts 
Well, Nebraska has been, you know, divesting from the Big Ten from the beginning. They said, screw you guys. We want to play anyway. So, of course, that's like the precipice of it. But until I hear it from like official Big Ten or other sources, whatever goes on in Nebraska is like second rate to me because they, they were talking about leaving the Big Ten if they couldn't play. But they were talking about the Big Ten specifically. But who, but who was? Some Nebraska guy. I'll find his name and his role. They don't have any COVID in Nebraska anywhere. It's like population. fact. Did they a don't have couple hundred thousand? Yeah, I mean, there's all they have is Nebraska football. Shout out That's to all the H listeners in Nebraska. You Same in Iowa, man. But, but you're talking about you know Portnoy. That was recent of what he did. That's the only reason why I brought it up, and it is kind of recent news. So I felt like it was yeah necessary to say. Here. I'm excited to have him here. I want to see him in this city, yeah. walking around doing pizza. I like him too, man. Like I, I like, said, I, I like the guy. Yeah, absolutely. Like All right, so while Prof looks for this Nebraska clip here, um, before we hop into NFL, obviously we have week one. There's a ton of talk about there. Let's jump real quick to the NBA playoffs because it's 9-0-1 here uh, on the East Coast, which means they just tipped off game seven, Nuggets, Clippers. So the winner of that game is going to get the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals. But they've been sitting there waiting, right? The Lakers finished 3-1. They got through quick. And the Clippers are kind of playing with their food with the Nuggets. Uh, I mean, I still have the Clippers winning Game 7 here. But you never know. It's a Game 7. What are you guys' thoughts on tonight's game? Who you got? The line was 7.5 Clippers. It's in L.A. I would just say Clippers. in, In the bubble. I haven't really been watching a ton of it. I did watch the game seven with Boston and the Raptors. I did watch that. That was a good game. That was a good game. And, but, I mean, I, like I said, I haven't really been watching a ton of it. But if I had to make a prediction, I'll just take the Clippers, man. Kawhi Leonard, he's just he's just a savage when it comes to playoff basketball and just clutch moments. And plus, Paul, uh, Paul George is a real good player. And I'd put my money on them. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think the Clippers are going to pull it out. I'm excited to catch some of that tonight. Um, I mean, isn't that obvious, though? Isn't that isn't that the obvious answer? Like, <laughs> yeah, are you really going to bet against Kawhi in this no. situation? Nope. I, I find me somebody that will. Yeah, no, no way. I mean, what's you the know, line on that game? Seven and a half Clippers. Yeah, I mean, I would have even thought it would be more than that. To be honest, yeah, it's not like I'm betting on it. I know that. Yeah. After yeah, that I mean, damn Flyers game, I put fifty bucks on. That was a good call. Well, the Flyers. Oh, you were the one that jinxed us. You were the yeah. one. Yeah, that was me. We didn't even talk I about think that I, series. That was a disaster. Well, I'll talk. I, <laughs> I had seventy-five. I had seventy-five dollars on them to win the championship. To win the championship, the Stanley Cup before yeah. the pandemic. So it was all my. So the friend. odds were amazing. Yeah, you probably got like fifty was to win, one, right? I was gonna no, like like thirty. Damn. This was in January. Nice. And then then they went on like a 13-game streak, and so those odds kept getting smaller and smaller. That's what I was saying. If you got it after that big win streak, I would think it would have been more like 15 or 12. Oh, I got it before, before all that. That's that's a good so bet. I, so I study my hockey. So, by the way, we have uh, some hockey news if you guys want to talk about that. Throw it out there. All right. All right. Even well, though I don't care anymore since the Flyers lost, but go ahead. The Islanders just went up one nothing over the over Tampa Bay. So Tampa Bay, the, Tampa Bay's got a they're a lock to go to the to the final. So the Stars have come out of nowhere and they beat the Golden Knights in uh, uh, yesterday. They won Game Six, yep, five six to go to the to the final. Um, so nobody thought they were going to make it there. My bet was all along was the Knights, the Knights. Uh, and and Tampa Bay. Tampa well, Bay is just now. What happened to New York? How'd they do? The Islanders. The Islanders are playing right yeah. now in Game Five. Yeah. Okay. They're I, up, like up said, against Tampa Bay. But the Islanders are a perfect example of one of the pisses me off about hockey. Right? Like, what was their record this year? Barely five hundred. Succeed. I know that. Yeah, well, I mean, it, they, they, were, they weren't great, but if you watch them play in the playoffs, dude, you, you they were taking the puck off everybody. You couldn't get the puck in the zone against them. They were like, watch just it. gritty. We, I watched every Flyers game. They dominated so every I, game. Yeah. And you look at the way the series went, the three games the Flyers won were overtime, and they got well outshot in every game. They just were opportunistic yeah. and scored. I mean, the only reason they won game six was because a stick broke at the red line, and they got an opportunity, and they capitalized. But the Islanders dominated pretty much every game in the series. They deserved yeah. to win. Well, as, it, as it turned out, 
as it turned out, it was not great getting that one seed because we ran into very similar teams that played a style that we didn't match up well against. And the, the Canadians was a tough series, and they're they're basically the Islanders' light, to be honest with you. They play very similarly because they don't have um, – now, I, I'm going to say this. They do have a couple star players, but the only real star – in, in with New York is Barzell. That's Barzell's what I was say. The Canadians have some stars. The Isles really don't. But there is a but though that one seed we did not. No, the, the Canadians Penguins. don't have stars. Matt Barzell is probably the biggest star out of it. Anybody on? I mean, Canadians don't have anybody that's really up at that level beside their goalie. Their goalie's the best goalie in the league, and Carey Price. But that anyway, that's hard. That that's our yearly hockey talk. Well, I was saying, that's but crazy. it was nice. I, it was nice to, that we knocked out the Penguins. That was sweet. Yeah, I mean, I think the Flyers, the Flyers were a better team than the Penguins throughout the course of the season, particularly yeah, well. like Nick's point. Right before the pandemic, the Flyers were surging and then really surged. So I, I really didn't wasn't really concerned about the Penguins this. Well, I just year. don't like them. Well, who does? I'm just saying. It's like they didn't make the playoffs. We didn't knock them out. By the way, the Canadians I, knocked the Penguins out. Uh, well, I thought we helped, though. We definitely helped that. We beat them like we twice. Helped it. The Canadians beat them it was, in a series. What he's talking about is the reseeding right before – the games that we played against the Penguins to, to, to move their seeding right before they went into the whole fucking seeding bullshit. Yeah. That's what he's talking uh, okay. about. Okay. But before we move on, I do like Carter Hart. It's nice yeah. to have a goal. He kept us in a lot of these games and – and it, it, it was fun to watch him play. That's the one guy I took out of that whole series. That well, the I did question, actually watch. I think there, there is a bright future there, I think, Tim. Yeah, the question yeah. then gets raised. He'll be back. For Prof, who's the resident hockey guy, what's the one thing that we never have here as a Flyers fan? A goalie, right? A consistent goaltender. Do we think that Carter Hart's a guy that we can bank on for the next seven to ten years? I mean – you know, preliminarily, I would say absolutely. Uh, I think it's 100% guaranteed now. I mean, that's they're, they're, they're putting all their eggs in that basket for sure. I mean, he was a stud. You saw him. I mean, you have a veteran guy like Brian Elliott who's capable of starting those games. I think he only got – I think he might have got one start. So, yeah, he, he, one start. Art was out there for every – for every game, and it's basically the organization saying, hey, this is it's, – it's, okay. your, it's your franchise now. Let's run with it. And so, I mean, honestly, in the Islanders series, if he doesn't play as well as he does, the Flyers get knocked out probably in five games, maybe four. Oh, for sure, for so, sure. He, he really did play very, very well. And I mean, he's a young kid. And I, oh, I, I think for the Flyers, it, it, it's just people outside of Philly don't understand. But literally, look at the goaltenders that we've gone on runs with. I mean, Brian Boucher, Gar Snow, right? Go down the list. But there's wow, never the, been a premier guy in there. There's been the one guy that, that was premier that we let go was Bob Bobrowski, right? That's his name, Bob. He won the like the like, like, Sergei Bobrowski. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah he, he left and won two business with Columbus. Yeah, he let that uh, guy go. He's playing in Florida now and he's not not looking great. Yeah, well he had a couple he years. He got a nice contract there and he's not looking he's not just looking like that. Good, yeah. It was that one dude we signed for a ton of money that was like Hungarian or something. Who was that? Uh, that was like like Tiger. Bruce Gall. Okay. He came from the Coyotes. He was a savage, and and uh, yeah, we signed him to. This, we gave him all this money, and he was like a nutcase. Yeah, he was he was fun to listen to. And he shit the bed. <laughs> Guy stunk. So other half of the NBA, Earl alluded to it. Oddly enough, the Eastern Conference Finals, Celtics, Heat, the Heat. It's going to be a prelude to what we're going to talk about with the Sixers. Yeah. The Heat, led by Jimmy Butler, make the Eastern Conference Finals. Jimmy Butler, who was like here him. in Philadelphia with the Sixers last season. So that'll be an interesting series, too. Personally, I don't know if either one of those teams stands a chance against the Lakers or the Clippers if the Clippers get through Game 7 and the Nuggets tonight. But we'll see. However, it really does overcook my grits to see. We talked about this a little bit last time. You took that Sixers team who was a Kawhi Leonard rim, three-time rim-bouncing shot at the end of Game 7 in a playoff series to go in 
and they become the NBA champs, the Raptors, which had Jimmy Butler a part of it here, the Sixers team, and then you can't sign him and he or he won't stay and he goes to Miami and look where they are now. It's just really frustrating as a Sixers fan to see where that that team's at. Yeah, they missed out on a lot of opportunities to keep that team together. And, um, you know, Butler, you had yeah, uh, uh, TJ McCollum, or what's his name, TJ from the Pacers that he went to. I like that guy a lot. McConnell, TJ McConnell was great. You let him go too. Come on, he killed us uh, that one game he played him. And, I mean, of course, Jimmy. And then we overpaid, you know, you know, Al Horford, which is, you know, and it, it, that was a horrible deal. I I actually thought he was going to be good for a little bit, and he he just wasn't. And then, but but to your point, Jimmy Butler not having him back just kills us because you see how good he is. You give up, you give up Covington, and you yeah. give up uh, what's his Sarich. name, Sario. Yeah, you give I mean, up two pieces. You both give up of them, all these guys and guys right, like nothing. both. Both of those guys, while maybe not starters, or you know, Covington can start fifth man, sixth man, and Dario can give you minutes off the bench. Solid, he's a solid sixth or seventh man. You give up those players for Jimmy Butler for what was essentially yeah, well, five months, and you just yeah. you can't have that if you don't know you're not going to sign them. So yeah, we talk about it, and we'll talk about it more at length. But yeah, you just, it just and don't get me started on uh, what's that guy? Uh, who's that guy's name? Uh, Number one overall draft pick went to uh, I can't think of his name right now. He, he went to the Fultz? Magic. Markel Fultz. Markel Fultz. Yeah, dude, that killed me right there. That killed us too. Yeah. You know, it's just like the whole Sixers situation is just it's just a shit storm, man. They just I don't know. They're not doing a good job. No. Well, we're gonna get into that on the full. It, uh, it's really it's it's honestly I know that I'm not supposed to like Jimmy Butler, but the way that he plays and and the way that he kind of prepares and. It's it's pretty impressive. I know I know he talk, he talks a lot of smack and all that, but like he's backing it up on the court, and I think he always has. Yeah. So as a Sixers fan, I know there's a lot of people on Twitter that are like furious the fact that he's even there, and they you know they don't want anything to do with him um, because I, I mean I don't I don't know I don't know what they offered him I don't know what the what those details are, but it really does suck that they had to break that team up. I mean, him leaving, JJ leaving. Um, that that really put us and, – and they did make some weird moves. And I think a lot of us tried to talk ourselves into, like, Al Horford, oh, that's a good, that's going to be a good deal come playoff time. He's going to give Joel a, a breath. But at the end of the that day, the dude, he stunk. I mean, he, he stunk all season. He did it. But uh, the other thing that, that, uh, that really kind of, like, turns the knife a little bit as well is that Jason Tatum is butting into this superstar. And – um, you, you know, we kind of missed out on those. There's a there's a good group of years in there that we missed out on when we were you know, working our way up to the process. But um, yeah, so they just actually put it into overtime. I'm watching it live here online. They're they're in overtime right now. Oh really? And yeah, we get Fultz and they get Tatum, and it was the biggest blunder of probably the Sixers history. Not to mention we trade up. And we traded up. Trade and, up and we ended up tracing Fultz for what? A second round draft pick? We were just trying to give him away at that point. Yeah. I Joey, mean, I, I wouldn't have done it. Bag of balls. Joey bag of donuts. Yeah. yeah. Number I, don't, one I, don't, pick, I don't fault any of that. I don't fault any of that because they made a move to do that. And I don't think there was a, an expert around at the time that said to go the other way. I mean, Fultz was, I, from what I remember, I don't know why. The guy played pick. one year. Yeah, but he was a clear number one pick. All these guys played one year. I mean, you're not coming out. You're not coming out of college playing more than one year as the number one pick. It's just not I happening. Mean, yeah. Fultz was regarded as the one pick. The question yeah. is, did That's you, you not trade up to take him? When realistically, he would have been there anyway because the Celtics were gonna take Tatum. They had a guards, and they were gonna take Tatum. And the Lakers were already locked into Lonzo. So you would have gotten Fultz at three without giving up the remaining pieces or your like what assets you had left from the process. So, but again, we are going to do the deep dive on the process podcast special. Hopefully Thursday if we can do it. All right. Yep. But I, I I have a lot to talk about there. I don't even really want to get into it. But yeah, there there's so many spots you can point to, and that obviously was a pivotal one right there. And you look at the pieces that you gave up to go up and make that move, and then you need him 
Like you need him to be that go- slash, sh- like one to two shooting guard that like Jimmy Butler type player. So and, and it just didn't work out. I, I think. I think honestly, when they when they started realizing that they're going to lose pieces around everybody, i.e., uh, Ilyasova, i.e., Redick, um, like guys that were playing these role positions, they they need they they scramble to fill that. Yeah, just, I mean Horford was a bad move. There's no two ways about it. Were, He's the opposite. team that was gelling. Well, we had no bench. We had no bench. Yeah. Who we had? Burke. Burke was the best guy on our bench in the playoffs. Dude, well, Burke. You just, he was the best. That was Eric, it. You just talked about it. Look at the team from last year. Look at the bench that they had. You had TJ McConnell off the bench, who was a solid backup point guard. You had Ilya Sova giving you minutes off the bench. You had yeah. Boban, who could give you 10, 15 minutes off the bench at the big yeah. man spot. You had, you had a team. You had a, gr- a really, really good team. Took the eventual NBA champs, like we just said, at game seven. Yeah, in that was it. A, a Kawhi shot away. Like That was a championship-caliber team, yeah. and it just got annihilated. Uh, it literally got annihilated. And what you brought back in after you lose all those pieces was Al Horford. That's it. Yeah. That's and, it. The only, and the only good player that I saw was Joel Embiid. He's the only guy that could score consistent, consistent and uh, – and that was it. I mean, uh, Harris can score a little bit, but he's inconsistent. Only consistent guys. You don't think so? No, it's. I mean, we were always talking about whether they should sign Butler or Harris, and I think from Jump Street, I thought I think both of us said Butler, but yeah, Butler was for sure the guy. But I'm telling you, Butler wanted to go to Miami. He didn't want to. Get, I think Philly gave him an offer. He wanted to go to Miami. He wanted. to just due to Miami life thing, he just that's what he wanted to do, and he got criticized for it. I think. I mean, you look back at it. I think he did get criticized. Why go to Miami? Why he just stay, you know, Philly? And he's looking pretty smart now. He's laughing at you know, Philly. I guess right now. He's doing. laughing at everybody right now. Yeah, it worked out for him. No mm-hmm. doubt about it. All right. Yeah, so. so we did have week one of the NFL. Um, before we talk about it, like, did it feel like it just snuck up on you guys? It was like literally, like, oh hey, it was like Friday night, Saturday morning. It's like, oh hey, by the way, yeah. we're playing football tomorrow. The Thursday night game just kind of was like, oh, hey, look, the Chiefs are on. It's Thursday night. Uh, I know it snuck up on me. I was like, oh wow. Blank. No preseason got me a little bit. No preseason, that kind of just week one. And I, I thought there was gonna be a lot more injuries too, but. I, I guess there wasn't as many as I thought, but it well, did sneak up. It did. <laughs> well, speaking of injuries, I strong mean, disagree. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I mean injuries. Season, I mean the only the only season any one I can think of is I don't know. Is there any season any in- injuries? I mean, well, there's a yeah. big that, injury. That by the way, I just thought you were coming on, Michael Thomas, the yeah, best receiver in the league. Weeks. He's out next week, yeah, at least out. next week, maybe further. So it's a lot of injuries. Staying right at home, Eagles play the artist formerly known as the Redskins, right? There we go. They jump all over them, up 17, cruising against a bad team, and just give it away. But, I mean, you know, I'm not one to go blame injuries ever, right? But speaking of injuries, I mean, you go into the game, you got Lane Johnson DMP right off the bat. So your offensive line, which already you're worried about shaky, you're now bat down your best offensive lineman, right? His replacement, Driscoll, gets hurt in the game. He goes down. So now you're down two offensive tackles, right? Not to mention, you're supposed to be starting running back, Miles Sanders. He doesn't play either. So yeah. people, I had this argument right after the game, actually, where someone tried to tell me that Miles Sanders being out didn't have anything to do with the protection. What do you think? Did you watch a couple of those plays where literally someone comes through and the backup tackle and running back both whiff on a guy and he's in Wentz's face? What do you think the running back does in protection? He picks up, he, like that's what he, he does. tries to pick up guys. It's part of the protection plan. So you're already down that. So that was already a problem. Then you go to the defensive yeah. side. Our best defensive lineman, Brandon Graham, he gets knocked out of the game. He's in concussion protocol. Another one of our great pass rushers, Vinny Curry, he's out four weeks with a hamstring now. Okay. So the injury bug definitely bit the Eagles. I mean, I don't know. Eric didn't watch the Eagles game. <laughs> I, I said, I always said that so you could prove me wrong. Okay, I like that. <laughs> at least at least the Eagles. 
I like that. Dude, well, what I, what, I really, what I really don't like about all this is that everybody's shitting on Carson Wentz, and they're saying, like, dude, what, you got to throw the ball away, throw the ball away. It's like, I get it, but he would be throwing the ball away literally every play. Right. Like, it was literally – at a certain point, it was every play. He, was, yep. he had not even a second and a half to get rid of the ball, and that's not going to work, especially with, with who we're playing uh, in uh, a L.A. I mean, we got Aaron Donald like, coming to town. It's, yeah, well, it's not going to happen. Yeah. So, well, first off, so Josh says that Eric, you would have picked that block up there coming. Oh, yeah. Right? I would. I would. I would. I would have chop blocked that guy. No problem. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't have whipped on that block. Eric, Eric would have got a. Eric would have got a sticker on his helmet the next yeah. day. Yeah, he yeah, would have got an extra sticker on his helmet. He would have made yeah, that. Yeah, man, block. I got the helmet right here. And Alex says that all of your all of your fantasy teams are garbage. Buha, huh? is that true? This dynasty. Um, yeah, I put up. I put up the most points out of out of anybody this week, so he can. Mine's oh, pretty curse bad. Adam. Curse at him, bro! I want you to curse. You won't do it. Um, yeah, he can get a loss. But well, and I mean, look, going into the game, right? We all know that the Washington Football Club, you know, they got Haskins. They're going to struggle, but we knew that their only strength. I mean, Kerrigan's been a terror for the last ten years against us, right? Like their only strength was their pass rush, and our biggest weakness going into the game was the offensive line. Yeah. But to see us jump out that early, I mean, there's so many things you would talk about in that game from the game plan when you got guys going down, you know, that like going forward on a couple fourth downs, particularly one late where it's like, why punt the ball away? There's so many things you can go back on. But the props point, you know, I heard a lot of people like already because this town is still like living that Nick Foles dream that he's the guy and Wentz isn't the guy and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, what, you know, Wentz again, but. You cannot tell me watching that game that you're going to blame Wentz for missing some of those throws or knocking the ball quick enough or having happy feet with the way that pass rush was in his face the entire game. Any quarterback in a league would look like that. Unless it's he like made, he made some bad throws. Really run. He, he made some bad throws, but at a certain point in the game, he's starting to force things and he's starting to, you know, it's like panic time. I mean, like he, he literally had no time to, to throw the ball. Now, on the opposite side, the Redskins are getting all this praise for being like this great defensive line. And they are, don't get me wrong. Like with Kerr- Kerrigan and Young, like they're gonna be they're gonna be a good defense, but we 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 made them look like an all time yeah. defense. Well, and they're not I don't think they are. Who was who was the big V? Who do we put in the Pro Bowl for the Giants that year? Was that OC Yumanura had five sacks on Big V when he first came in like three years ago, four years ago? You remember what I'm talking about? Okay. I mean, uh, it was probably. Vitae, it was Vitae's rookie season. And I think Peters got knocked out. And, and JPP, maybe. Got five sacks. Chase Pierpol, yep. It was like that. I looked up, and the, the Redskins had six sacks. And I'm going, I mean, you what game? What NFL game do you win giving up six or seven sacks? It's not going to happen. And what quarterback is not thinking every time he drops back to throw about getting hit now? Because it's not just the sacks. It's the amount of times yeah. he gets hands on him or he gets knocked down. I mean, you well, just – Well, that had my point. Uh, I think – they never got the running game going. I mean, like, I thought they should have ran the screen game. I didn't see one screen. I know, like, Dougie's probably thinking, let's hold up on it. Let's not show all our eggs in one game. Or let's not show all our good plays in one game. But I think he should have got the screen game going. I, I, he should have got the draw game going. How are you gonna going to run screens with backup linemen, right. backup running backs, well, right, and well, you haven't had a preseason? Start, start setting up draws, play action. They weren't running the ball. I mean, they – did they run the ball? I don't. I mean, play action's not going to work. Different? Eric, play action's not going to work if you if you can't run the ball. Nobody's fooled, right? Well, and, well, well, I'm just saying they couldn't run the ball, and that's why they got their ship pushed in. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> at least in the second know, half, having a successful running game also has to do with the offensive line. So, like, we're not saying yeah, different things; yeah. we're just saying it in different ways. But yeah. I mean, it's not just the pass rush that becomes a problem. It's the fact that you can't run the ball if you can't run block, can't pass block, can't run block. You're gonna lose. Well, so, I, like I say, you better call some better plays, Zanders. <laughs> well, tough game one drop there, and like you guys yeah, said, game two look not good. looking much better because Aaron Donald and the Rams line tossed around the Cowboys offensive line and oh, yeah. knocking them off, and they were actually dogs in that game. So. That's going to be a tough matchup here this week for the birds as well. Any positives? Any positives out of the game that you saw? Rager with the bomb, I like that. Um, that fifty-five yard catch, that was cool. Because I only have two. Okay, I think I have one. Go ahead, Nick. 
My well, Rieger, I was gonna say, looks good. Good pick by Alex. I'll give him credit. Good job. Nice pick in our dynasty. And uh, Nathan Gary looked really good. He was all over the place. Like he was hit. He was hitting everybody. He was on the ball every time. I think he had like, I think he had like, I'm gonna say like 12 tackles. He was all over the ball, and he was the only guy that like showed up on the defense that that I that I could see. Yeah, I mean, I thought he played pretty well. Um, but but you know, like the Redskins' offense, they they weren't like they weren't throwing the ball all over us. They were they were kind of dinking and dunking a little bit, but we were letting them do it. So I don't I'm not like afraid of Dwayne Haskins at all. McLaurin's a good player, but I'm not I'm not afraid of the Redskins the next time we see them if we get some guys back or if we can. And I've been hearing rumors and reading rumors about this. Make a trade for for somebody on the offensive line, um, and it's looking more and more. You know, th- this Zach Earth situation is getting more and more contentious. That's a big trade piece right there. Yeah, and, yeah, and I mean, he's got a contract coming up. Right? They got to get some help on the line. They can't go through the season like this. And let's be honest, Jason Peters is a ticking time bomb out there at tackle now. I mean, yeah. how many games do we expect him to play all year at tackle? I mean, come on. So they're going to have to go get some help. There's no doubt about it. Uh, yeah, I agree with your positive prof. Add one more. Um, you know, I thought that Washington, <laughs> they had some big, stupid third down conversions that were kind of like, eh, but that's like typical of the Eagles. Also, you know, what bad teams have done to us the last two years is they'll get a little four-yard dump, and then it turns into 10. But I, I thought that Darius Slade looked good. So, you know, yeah. that was a plus um, because our corners were so weak last year. So I think that that may be yeah. at least. Things are positive. Yeah. But aside from that, I mean, offensively, look, they got out to a hot start. And then, you know, I don't know. So it's going to be a tough week for sure. We'll see so, what happens. So when I mentioned, I can add on what I mentioned on the, uh, on the comments about. Zach Martin. So, speaking of injuries and season-ending injuries, Earl Blake Jarwin from the Cowboys goes down with an ACL first game of the Van season. Van I heard too, right? Yeah, but my point is they're going to be looking for a tight end. We have a tight end. We have two tight ends. I don't want to give them so, hurts. Come on, that's such a disrespect. Is that just? But if, to bring in Zach Martin, who's a Hall of Fame, yeah, that's good deal. Same age. I mean, we do need him in the league. We do need him. Yeah, I mean, they they definitely need some work on the O line. I mean, and the one guy I was going to say to add on to you guys was uh, Dallas Goddard looked really good. I mean, he had like six for like a hundred something, two touchdowns. Yeah, but Dallas Goddard and I, I, he keeps doing this. Dallas Goddard drops the ball. I, I like I have got to my tight end cannot drop the ball. He still has the dropsies because he's getting ten targets a game, but he drops two of them. Like you're a tight end, you should never drop the ball, ever. I'm sorry. I, I like him. Don't get me wrong. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to piss in your your cereal there, Earl. But like, I, well, every time he, every time he drops a ball, I want him to like drop and give me 15 push-ups on the field. Like your tight end cannot drop the ball because those are always huge. Like third and sevens where he's eight yards deep and then he drops it, or like. Third and six when he's he catching dropped that. Yards it was, and can get the two and he, he turns too fast and he drops. I mean, cool. Let's remember last year with uh, we were in the playoffs against the Saints. Who had the big droppies? Alson Jeffrey, he dropped it. Nelson Aguilar, you know, he's dropping everything. He's not on the I field. Think Earl has I to think do Goddard 15 push ups okay. every time Goddard drops a ball this year. I agree. And the next time we do a podcast, get you back on that home run board, Earl. Earl owes 15 push ups with his phone right side up watching. <laughs> got her drop. Bank it. Book it right All there. All right. That's, That's a, a bet. Point. Yeah, but there were some good bets last night, too. The Rams were plus 30. I was telling people to bet that, man. Should have bet that. And I and I did say the Cardinals. I love the Cardinals with the upset, the Niners. I called that one. I told several people. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. All right. I did, Howard. yeah. Slow down. Slow down. So the That's Rams. That's not how we do this, Earl. <laughs> <laughs> So, Once so, again, I'm a man. Wait, I, just, wait, you know, let me just, I just let me play it. that back for you, right? And I want you to tell me how this sounds, okay? Earl, you ready? So I was all over, all over 
the the Niners upset there. I had the cards all day. And what's your your source? I told several people. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I'm listening to 94-1 WIP, okay? And, and they, they got this pro on. And he's like, dude, I, he's just saying how it – and, uh, yeah, uh, that's my source. Some guy on WIP, you listen to the radio yeah, as much as I do. And I told That's where I got the, the information from. And <laughs> – if I would have bet on it, I would have hit. But I didn't bet on it. <laughs> All right. You're so, not allowed to tell your winner post post game. Yeah, they they got to be There's two caveats. They got to be before, and you got to have put the green where your mouth is, bro. You got to have taken the bet. If you I, the I bet, did the Rams, hundred percent. I put fifty on the Rams. All right, so Rams are good. We're not going to give you the card. I would see. I'll do the opposite because I was going to take. I was like, I love the Texans on Thursday, and they got spanked. Yeah. And they came out and they came out and scored right away. I'm like, I I would have had that, and I would have got crushed. Yep, yep, yep. So no. the most things that stood out from the last week, of course, I mean, it's a given. Tom Brady's debut as a Buccaneer that was weird. Seeing him in a Buccaneers jersey was very weird. Ironically enough, he was going up against Breeze and the Saints, and you know, late in the week there was some conversation that came up, which is really interesting that. If Tom did not end up going to Tampa Bay and Breeze ended up retiring, the Saints were really interested in bringing Brady in. So that was just kind of another dynamic. Um, the Bucks lost. Everybody this week is all over Brady. He didn't look amazing, but I don't think he looked awful. What do you guys think about Brady as a buck in his debut? I, I think they'll be okay. They're a good football team. I think they'll bounce back. And really start winning some games. I, I and I think the Saints. I, th- I think the Saints is a good football team. They're going to be there in the end. They're going to be there. They're going to be there in the end. I mean, they're a Super Bowl f- uh, favorite. So I think that's what happened. I think they just ran into a tough team with no crowd, and they're lucky for that. And uh, they just got their butts whooped a little bit. And and there there is one stat with Brady's how like he's like he's like a he's like one of three quarterbacks to have like four consecutive games with a pick six. And he had another one, but I I just think the Saints are good. So hot take, hot take is Tom Brady the new Matt Schaub? Yeah, Matt I'm saying he, it's the same. Yeah, and it's uh, Blaine Gabbert was in that uh, conversation too with the pick sixes. Blaine Gabbert, yeah. Matt Schaub. I mean, so I agree, Earl. Honestly, I actually agree with everything you said. I think the Bucks are going to be fine. I think they're both going to be in NFC playoff contention. I think the Saints are a really good team. I think what you have to remember is Tom Brady spent 18 seasons in one system, and now he's moved to Tampa, and there, like, there was no preseason. I don't know what fucking training camps and extended practices look like this year with COVID, but yeah. it wasn't enough. You know, him and Mike Evans clearly weren't on the same page. There was an option. Well, Evans was hurt. That he threw, and like it just he stopped, and then it got picked off. So like they'll work out the kinks. I'm not saying that Brady is, you know, Brady of five years ago, but they have a lot of weapons on offense. So, like, that's going to be, I think, a good team, especially offensively. Um, they're just going to need some time. I mean, you know, it's not Brady to Amendola or, you know, Brady to to these guys that he's had for a while in the same offense. It's a different scheme, and it takes time, and they didn't have yeah. time this offseason that you would expect to get in a typical offseason. So, I'm not writing them off yet because they still haven't implemented Fournette into the offense at all. Um, but I will say, I've, I didn't come up with this because I, but I've heard this. They do give off dream team vibes. They do yeah. give off some dream yeah. team vibes. You're not wrong. Where you bring, you bring on, you bring on new guys that were that were really good elsewhere, and you try to get them all together, and you think it's just going to be a perfect fit, and everybody's going to gel together. And it's just not how it works, especially not in the NFL. Especially, especially not in the NFL, because you know what the NFL stands for, right? Not for long if uh, if you're playing bad. I've seen that in some film, man. I I didn't see that coming. Uh, you didn't see it. That's right, Alex Welker. Right, that was another great a Brady, Randy Moss, a Welker. Um, Yeah, man. And the other game that stood out for me, I guess, none that didn't stand out for me. But just was one of the standout games was the Ravens, and they look really good the same way they did last year. But I think the question for them, the same thing that I got prof on with last year, is going to go again this year. 
I don't care if they go 14 and two. Can they do it in the playoffs? Because I think they're going to go 14 and two again or 13 and three. Like they have a really high powered offense that nobody's going to be able to stop if Lamar Jackson's healthy and their defense is stout. So, like, they're just stacked. The question is, are they going to be able to carry it in the playoffs? Now, the flip side of that is Prof's boy. And this is a big Prof's boy, Baker Mayfield. Come on, Prof. Give me what something happened? on your boy because it ain't looking good, bro. I got something. After Why me. is he my boy? He is your boy. He is your the, boy. Wait a second. Why? Because I like him better than Johnny uh, football? First off, leave Johnny out of this, okay? <laughs> every time every time Baker comes up, you got to go to Johnny, all right? He's his own man. You leave Johnny out of this, and you defend your boy, Baker, because it's looking like more than just a sophomore slump. I mean, he's well, – Honestly, isn't this the isn't this the same thing that we kind of just talked about, where you get a bunch of superstars together and you think they're going to be like this this awesome team, and they're not like Odell Beckham, and you have uh, Chubb, and you have uh, I mean they they who else do they bring in is Austin who they bring in Austin Hooper, Hooper, Marcus Landry, by the way, like, out for four. Austin Hooper. Honestly, here's the difference. Here, here's the difference though. They have not, not had a consistent coaching staff for Lord knows how long. I mean, how how is it a quarterback supposed to settle into an offense with a bunch of guys that they're not always on the same page? Odell Beckham, he drives me nuts, dude. Like, I'm sick of hearing about the guy. It's always, something, it's always something besides football. And, I mean, I just don't know how you can – Put all that together and be expected to come out and look like a cohesive group when you haven't had any preseason games. I, I know that's like a fallback excuse, but I feel I honestly feel like that's that's a legitimate there's a legitimate case for that now. Where you have a new head coach coming in, implementing a new system with new guys that the pieces don't always fit together. And I mean, what do you what did you expect to see from that? Well here's here's what I'll say about Baker. Baker Mayfield has more commercials than he does NFL wins. That's a fact. That's true. That's yeah, the, he does. That's the cat. <laughs> that's the cowherd. Darling, <laughs> but I do like Baker though, man. He's on my dynasty team, and I, I, I got faith that he'll. Oh God, he'll, he'll get it. He'll, he'll get it going. So. Well, he's got a favorable matchup this week because they have the Bengals and Young Joe Burrow, who came out pretty good. good in his first game. So that'll be an interesting game. I mean, honestly. I don't disagree with a lot of what you said about the Browns, Prof. I mean, I was a hater of Baker because I didn't think he was deserved of the number one pick that year. But after his first season, I am was beginning to come around for him and start to root for him because I just want to see the Browns not be the dog shit of the league, right? Because it's been 20 years that they're horrendous every single year. And I was hoping that they were turning the corner, but it just looks like – you know, after that decent season, his rookie year, they're just regressing and they're going to continue to just not be, just be average or below. And like, that's not good enough. Like the Browns need to make the playoffs. The Browns need to do something. Baker Mayfield's supposed to be a franchise quarterback. At the end of the day, the real question is to both of you guys, is Baker Mayfield a guy who's going to lead your team for the next seven to 10 years? And for me, I'm saying no. I'm saying, yeah, because I mean, you're already draft invested in the guy. I mean, that's I mean, not you're not going. I mean, you're not going to get another guy. I mean, that's not good on. enough, Earl, because the Bears are draft. They're, they're invested in this guy, and they gave up extra assets to go get him. And guess what? And he's, he's decent. They're not signing him after this year. He's so decent. That, that's not good enough. It's well, it's that's decent. I said who's Baker's decent? decent quarterback. He's a top no, twenty I quarterback. I think it's. I think it's he's too early to quarterback. tell. I think it's too early to tell because you yeah, can't. And judge, I agree with that too. You can't judge a guy in his first few years of the league when he's had he's had uh first year was shitty bad coaches yeah only coaching staff in one year i mean like this is what we did to alex smith for a long time right he went through he went through tons of coordinators remember i think he went through like like seven or eight like coordinators in seven or eight years or something goofy he was san francisco and and we sat there and and we and we're like oh he's a he's a uh a number one pick, and he can't take a team to a playoffs. Well, there's no consistency 
above him. So how is he supposed to do that when he's got to change the way he plays every time somebody new comes in every single year? Well, I think I think Alex and Josh and their comments are kind of onto what I'm saying here. Or like top twenty. What, what am I saying? I, that's not very good. I agree. Top twenty. There's 32 teams in a league, so top twenty ain't good I enough. They're starting no quarterback. Yeah, I mean, well, look, look, look. like you for Prof. I'll give him some leeway. I'm gonna hammer Prof like in a couple weeks about Baker Mayfield. The Browns aren't at least like two. I'm not, I'm not too high on that's Baker. You know, but. but the question is, I get he's on he's on your dynasty team, but like, is he a franchise quarterback? Are you, it's his third year? Yes, like, this and yes, he is. You're gonna, so you're saying yes. You're you're, yes. Riding, you're riding with Baker. You know, it, that's it, of course, I'm not a huge fan of the guy, but I mean. But he's not. Like I said he's not on the caliber of the Lamar Jacksons, the Patrick Mahomes. Hell no! You saw it Sunday. He wasn't even the same league as that team, and this showed the Browns aren't that good. At least not to compete with you know the Ravens. But I think he's a quality division. quarterback. He's They're not in the best division. quarterback. Well, and that's why they, that's why they they're taking second place behind them. I know that. I mean, they got the Steelers in their division too. The Browns yeah, probably lose to them too. I mean, six and ten again, or five and eleven. They're not that good. And, you know, now we're going to be three years in on Baker Mayfield and we're going to be sitting here going, uh-oh, you know, are we, and props point, then they're going to go, oh, are we getting another coach, right? Are we getting another GM? Are we getting another coach? Is Odell going to stay? Uh, it's going to, What yeah. did Odell do Sunday? He, he must have not done much. I mean, he always put up six points, right? Or three. Three or four, three or six fucking points. I mean... Oh, Odell ain't doing shit. I mean, he's just getting shitted on by these girls talking podcast on him. I knew that Earl was going to bring that up. I, I, I had to. I was, honestly, I'm surprised it took that long for that. He called, he called Cleveland, Brown, uh, the, uh, Cleveland Browns dog shit, so I was like, I got to say something now. I mean, he's not doing good. I mean, uh, Landry to do nothing. They got, they're not good. The whole team stinks. <laughs> All right. Well, you heard it here first. The Browns there you are really stink. Like, like we should give him more than a week. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, I agree. I That's agree. Fair. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be all of a prop because that is his boy. So uh, we're gonna be. We're gonna be watching them very, very closely, especially Baker, because. Prof I'll be watching the Eagles more closely, but Mayfield draft year. So I'm gonna be keeping tabs on him. That's all I got from last week. You guys got anything else from NFL last week? I, that's pretty much all stood out to me. The rest of the, the games were meh. Typical. Well, week. I was impressed. No, man, it was, a, it was a busy Sunday. And I, I, I have to get back on the red zone. I didn't red zone it this week. You didn't I had to go highlights. Why not? Uh, I, was at a, I was at a party. Okay. I could not, I could not pay attention. It's fine. Yeah, I, like I did watch the Sunday night game, and what I got from that was they're playing LA next week, and I, Aaron Donald's going to have like three sacks, man. That's one thing. I, I mean, I watched the Sunday night games because I was home chilling, and yeah, like the Cowboys looked like a better team than us. They really did. I mean, it, it, there's division rivals. I mean, division games are different all the times, but with LA coming to town, I just it does not look good for the offensive line when you have uh, Jordan. Malata, you know, the rugby player playing right tackle covering Carson Wentz. He's just, I don't so, know. I just don't like it. Some I, comments I, I, came in. Markar says, no to Baker. Cleveland stinks. They do stink. Alex says, Josh Allen, stud. How about I uh, sent a nice social media post out this week. Maybe Josh take Allen is good. a couple people, maybe not. But imagine the Buffalo Bills winning a division. It's gonna happen. They're the best. Well, oh, no, that's another thing I took from is the Patriots look pretty solid with Cam Newton. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, you better slow your roll there, Cam. Buffalo's Cam best team in that division. Book it. There now. What happened? The Bills are the best team in the AFC East. They're better than the Patriots I'm with not, Cam. I'm not that. Bills. Are I the thought best. he looked pretty good, man. Even his outfit looked even better. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I still like great. Cam a lot. I know a lot of people don't have a lot of love for Cam or like iffy on Cam. I I want to see him do well because I think he's got something left in the tank. But I still think Buffalo is the best team in that division, and I think they win that division. Well, it's going to come down to the Bills, and it's going to come down to the Patriots in that AFC East. The Jets, I mean, didn't uh, Bell get hurt too? He's out for a couple of weeks, I think. I mean, the yeah, Jets stink. The Dolphins <laughs> are the same Dolphins. 
they're gonna stink too, like they always do. It's gonna come down yeah, the, to Pats. The, the Adam Gase, the Adam Gase project is over, dude. Like, how does a guy like that get two head coaching jobs? That's actually a great question. I mean, he get the first one. It could be a tough situation, but then he immediately gets the second one. I, I tend to agree, Nick. I think that project, that that, that experiment. I think he's done. Yeah. I, well, like I said, well, Bell was always saying how he just didn't like the guy. He's just like, he's just he's like a weird dude. And I don't know. If, if you don't like the coach, you don't want to play for the guy. Well, he doesn't play him. He doesn't use him the right way. He doesn't yeah. use him at all. Well, I know they gave him the ball a ton last year. Not for a lot of yards, Dude, but. They, they didn't, they didn't use him. They didn't use him as much as they should have. And I don't know if that was because of, uh, him, him coming back from uh, – he sat out the whole year. I mean, that couldn't have helped yeah. anything. But they – the whole the, – honestly, their fans were screaming every year about how they didn't use him the right way. And and Gase has been pretty much out in the open about that. I mean, I don't think it's like any secret now. So, what, yeah, why would you like play for that guy? They signed him, sign him to this contract and he's not even let him play the way he plays. I don't know. But well, I got a question for you. I wouldn't bet against Belichick in that division. Yeah, I, well, I'm not with, either. But like I said, I, I got a question about the NFC East. So, since the only one and only team is the Washington football team, and with the Cowboys, Giants, Eagles, all 0-1, I mean, I mean, how does, like, the standings fix after uh, the first week? Is the, the Cowboys still, like, the favorite to win it? Or is the Eagles still the favorite? Or is it like, hey, Washington got this shit? Are you asking me? Or are you asking I'm me asking as both Vegas... of you. Whoever wants to answer first. Yeah, are you asking me or are you asking me as a Vegas line maker? Because asking I you the as... same answer, yes. I still I mean the Cowboys still on paper look yeah. like the best team. The Eagles, we just talk, we talked about for a while, decimated they are. So, yeah. I mean, certainly not the artist formerly known as the Redskins. And the Giants stink. So... They put up some points last night, though. They looked okay, right? They stink. They stink. They stink. All right, so yeah, losing that losing that game against Washington really hurts because that was a. I mean, I know it's only week one, but you want to call it like a like a must win. Like you're supposed to win that game, and they didn't. They 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 just didn't win it. They just shit the bed in the second half. I mean, they were supposed to win that. You are supposed to win that game, however. You, I mean, it's one game. It doesn't matter if you lost to the Chiefs or you lost to the Redskins. It's or Ravens. It's one game. So, you know, and, and we're about to go out, too. Then it puts you in a tough spot because you really need to try and beat the Rams. And now, you know, speaking of Vegas lineup makers, we opened last week. Eagles like minus three and a half. We're dogs now. So, oh, yeah, that'll tell you. But we'll and see. I, yeah. And, and I wish that, like, you could say that we're at home and that's an advantage. But there's no advantage. There's no fans. There's no drunken asshole scumbag Philly fans there. Bro, how would you say that? that <laughs> there is an advantage, actually. But there's no fans there, though. There, but there so is no an advantage. advantage. There is an advantage. So because the Rams yeah. are in L.A. and there is a rule right now with traveling. So typically, like, the Rams – they just played in Dallas, which is not full East Coast, right? But it's a trip. But they would have just came to Philly and stayed, right? Yeah. They're not allowed to do that with the COVID rules this year. So they're going to have to make that late week trip again. So there is still an advantage to them coming. Oh, that's a good point. So, you know, obviously you're not getting the home fans. You know, you're not getting the – what you, I'm not going to repeat what you called us Philly fans. It's just this – just disgraceful. I just, I just That's love how. Point are you talking there? I just thought it's funny. I, I just think it's funny. I love how that. I love how like we we have all these uh, all these bubbles and no fans like for basketball, for hockey, no fans at the baseball game, first NFL game of the season. I'm like, what are all the what are the fans doing in there? Like, how did that happen? Twenty thousand fans. Can see. For, yep. for football, you're you're allowed in. Yep. COVID doesn't go to football games. Is that yeah? Does that does that shock you, dude? I knew it was. I knew this was gonna happen. I knew it was gonna. I know. I know they can't do it in every state. So don't everybody like. Right. I, I understand they're only allowing for every state, but like, like I said on Facebook, like 
the Royals still don't have fans there. I mean, and basically because what I read about was like the MLB owners didn't take action to do so, but now they're probably going to. And it's just, it's a mess. Like the NFL came in, they were like, yeah, you guys can have this many fans. Yeah, we'll give you it's, a it no It's fine. Well, Jacksonville had fans too. Jacksonville had like 20% or 20,000 or something. Wow. Well, like anybody goes to games anyway. And we all know how Florida's been treating the pandemic, so that's you know. Yeah. But that's uh that's all I got, guys. We're gonna get ready to wrap it up here. But I did want to do this live for the boys and kind of call them out here because I, I did it in text earlier. Nobody seemed to be uh too hip on it, but I want to go Thursday night again because we got a preview this week. We got Thursday night football. Yeah. So we got a lot to talk about. You guys going to make it happen? These upcoming games, I'll have some picks coming up too. So uh, I'm saying. I'll, then, I'll, I'll get some leads. If we go Thursday night, Prof, we can get Earl stuck into his now. Hey, I, you know, I really had that game, but uh, I told several people about it. <laughs> you like yeah. that, don't you? Well, several you like people that. about that. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Several you know, people I think some good that. picks. <laughs> I'll, I'll well, we have a good one Thursday. Anyway. With the Browns Bengals Thursday, it's gonna be yep. a sick game. Yep. Pump. Yeah, that's gonna be a tough one to call there. That's gonna be a, that's what we'll call a shit show. I think right there. Earl's just loving the puns off of the news from earlier in the week. <laughs> Absolutely loving the puns. But sideways, Earl. We'll try for Thursday, right? Yep. Thursday, so, right? Hopefully, you'll all see us back again Thursday night. Just a quick reminder. All of the podcasts are up on the iTunes podcast application and YouTube search from underscore the underscore hill. Put it in quotations so you don't miss it. If you don't already, please hit the subscribe button, hit the like button. doesn't cost you guys anything, but it really helps us out, really helps us get the content out there. We are ready to get back into a regular schedule, especially now that we have football to talk about, and especially because Earl wants to make picks and have more than just several people Thank you. I appreciate that. Yep. which means we need you guys helping us share the videos and sharing the content to get out there we appreciate everyone that does that's all that we got this is swags for the earl and the prof peace peace and when you're done i'm ready to be done